0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Trey Burke, quick action gives to Favors, top of the key, ball fakes to now fires, it hits! Oh, Derek Favors, don't do me like that! Jazz within two, Bippin, Smart Home Arena on their feet! You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. It is Locked on Jazz for the 29th of September. Boris D.L., I was wrong, baby. I'll fix that one. What does it mean to have bigs lifted or front side action? We'll dug into that, plus Ryan Anderson with an interesting numbers debate. John Stockton, what are you up to, and why do I like the Clippers more than the Spurs? It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. ba bump bum 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 Pow! It is Locked On Jazz for the 29th of September. Happy birthday, Mom. We are live on Facebook today as well. I've got no idea if this is going to work, but we're going to try it and see what happens uh, with the show. This is the Locked On Jazz podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, so glad to have you evolved. Uh All sorts of incredible content from all the teams around the NBA, everything that's taking place. Uh, Check it out. And Locked on NFL with Matt Williamson is a fabulous show. Find your favorite NFL team as well and subscribe. I believe if this works that we'll be able to get some interaction on Facebook today as well. I think over time we might choose a certain day of the week to always do Facebook Live. My thought is it might be Thursdays. Uh, that we do that on the show as well, Uh, and a lot of things. So we're just, you know, I think if you've been around for a long time, you know that I like to try technology, and I trust you enough that you're willing to let me fail uh, at some of these tasks and have them be terrible. So uh, I appreciate that really more than anything else that I don't feel as though if I suddenly do a terrible job today, that you're going to suddenly step away uh, and leave. The other note is that there's like three people watching on Facebook Live right now, so that might mean that if I lose those three listeners, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but the hope is to have some comments. Today's show is brought to you by Shamrock Auto Group. Uh, really bunch of great guys, Rob and Kellen and the crew down at Shamrock Auto Group. Uh, I'll tell you more about them. They're out in Pleasant Grove at 203 North, 2000 West in Pleasant Grove, Utah. And Sherlock Intelligence, a really bright group of data-collecting people, bring you today's show. So those are the sponsors for today's show. Greatly appreciate that. If you want to get involved, you can email me at at DLock09 at gmail.com. Where do we start the show each and every day? We do it at pins across the world. So let's do that. Remember, you can always send me your pin at DLock09 at gmail.com. This is a recent one. I've kind of been floating back and forth. My name is Jordan Oman. I was born and raised in North Ogden. I've been a jazz fan since I was young. I currently live in Bountiful, Utah. My earliest jazz memory was 1998. Uh, finals and seeing my dad yell funny words at the TV. My dad passed away six months after the NBA finals. The interest in basketball began to grow. I'm now obsessed with basketball and anything to do with the jazz. We would go to Crown Burger before the game and then bring, and then, uh, bring basketball cards to get them autographed. Andre Karolinko uh, was my favorite. He claimed to not know English. He was one of my favorites to watch while he was in his prime. I saw him uh, next game. Sorry, I, I missed this somewhere. There's... Um, uh, I had not pre-read this. It's a little hard to follow. So we met Jerry Sloan. He was hilarious. They met Andre as well. Uh, we told Andre uh, how, uh, we told Sloan how Andre didn't like to sign autographs. His response was, why would you want his autograph anyway? It'll bring you bad luck. He then signed my jazz ball, tossed it around to Devin uh, Brown, who I don't think that's his name. Uh, maybe. old oh, Devin Brown. Yeah, yeah, D. Brown. No, he said Devin Brown and D. Brown. C.J. Miles, Ronnie Price, Paul Millsap. Uh, I'm so pumped up for this upcoming season. That has to be one of the longest off seasons, just only being able to talk about the new acquisitions in the upcoming season. I've been a listener for the past three seasons. I commute to Sandy every day, and I listen to your podcast whenever I drive to work and school. Keep it up. Jordan, I apologize. I butchered your pins across the world, but he is in bountiful Utah, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. Mikey Davis said, oh, my gosh. I don't know what that means, but he said, oh, my gosh, on Facebook. Facebook. Facebook Live. Hey, it's a new added element of the show. What do I got coming up for you? Let's get to the tip-off story of the day. Stories out of day two of Jazz Camp. Then we'll talk about some interesting comments from Ryan Anderson that he made that are just numbers inaccurate but lead to an interesting numbers debate. Uh, I kind of like the Clippers better than the Spurs. I'll talk about that. Some news note about injuries and things of that sort um, along the way as well. And hopefully we'll kick into your Facebook Live questions if you have any of them. So let's hit our Locked on Jazz tip-off story of the day. I was wrong yesterday. I was wrong. I was talking about Boris Diaw. And how I thought I'd not thought about Dio and favors together before, and how cool it looked on the floor, and what a neat combination it was and I talked about how maybe that 's a certain way that it will um, be you know doing more than have having d on the floor with favors and maybe that 's a better i don 't really see Diao and Lyles together and i don 't really see you know diao and gobert aren 't quite and maybe Dion F- Okay, I take it all back. I watched Boris Diaw for two days in practice. He can play with anyone. In fact, if there was a player on the Jazz roster that I wanted to play with, I'd want to play with Boris Diaw. The dude moves the ball. He makes every play imaginable. He's, he truly – here's what he does. If you look at and, – and, and there's a lot of stereotyping going on here. But if you look at Boris Diaw out on the floor – it's like you've gone by the local pickup game, and there's the one older guy that's out there. He's got a little gray hair. Boris has the gray hair and the beard and the side of the head. And he, he might be a little little over. He's not in good of shape, not chiseled, right? Boris isn't chiseled. And yet he's just kind of playing the game at his own speed, and he's thought before it happens every single time, a whole spot, a pass ahead of every single person and a cut ahead of every single person. He gets the ball and spins baseline before the defender even realizes what's happening. While he might be doing everything a little slower and on the ground, he's not in as great a shape as everyone, it just doesn't matter. There's not a player on this team I would want to play with more than Boris Diaw. In fact, I think it's going to be really hard for Quinn on how you figure out how much you play Boris Diaw and when you leave him on or off the floor because it just makes every single person on the floor better. Now, I talked about this yesterday. We're doing a lot of stuff with bigs. I think I called them elevated, but bigs lifted. This is where Diao gets valuable. We're running a lot of our offensive sets. We did a lot last year where we ran our bigs on each elbow, but we're almost more so now. So there's a huge element of this team this year where you've got so many good shooters with George Hill and Gordon and Rodney and Trey Lyles and Boris Diao and Joe Johnson uh, that you're pulling them out, you're pulling the bigs out, and now you're playing the game with the bigs out and lifted so that the middle of the floor, the paint is much more open for an Alec Burks to drive or a Rodney Hood to drive. We're putting in some new plays. I can't be so specific of, of uh, doing some things that I've never seen before on how to react to people switching and the way people are playing some things. There's some really creative things that uh, Quinn has, has put to work uh, that jumps out to me a little bit, and I haven't seen before. We'll be curious to see how they work and and how he's reacting to everyone switching uh, defensively. But we're playing with much more of that guys up, so that help makes DL more valuable. Then when you run your pick and roll, the guard goes either the big lifts or you're running a double stagger, one big's rolling, one big's lifting, and you're working that game uh, in that way. Uh, There was a big article today by Tony Jones in the Salt Lake Tribune. He did a nice job with this on the Jazz increased pace. The Jazz have been torturously slow-paced, Um, and at times it seems as though a lot of passes without a lot of intention uh, in the offense now I think some of that as we've talked about is really overblown because of the fact that there's no correlation between pace and uh, winning and there's no correlation between pace and offensive efficiency however however with that said uh, I I think that there is an element here where uh, I think there is an element here where getting some early action with our personnel would be a lot better. Uh, play And maybe our old personnel didn't have it. And as we get deeper into sets with our personnel, we can kind of work it. There's some sets he's putting in where you're just making defenders make a lot of decisions. But when I say frontside action, what you're going to see is the Jazz pushing the ball up the floor. And then rather than the pass to the trailing big who works it to the weak side action and then the action starts, you're going to see front side action where... George Hill, Gordon Hayward, Rodney Hood's on the pull up the floor, and a big comes and sets a quick pick, and now we're moving into it. Now it's going to take a lot of effort. Guys are going to have to sprint down the floor and get to the corners and fill the corners to create the spacing that's necessary. The big and the guard are going to have to communicate early. It's very similar, actually, to what Rick Carlisle has done a lot of in Dallas with Tyson Chandler, where he was able to uh, really work the connect, work the – Uh, connection between that big and the point guard and Tyson Chandler would sometimes slip it and create just one of the more difficult and and obviously helps when you have Dirk lifted as your other four in that regard. So that's, that's a lot of kind of what we're talking about uh, with where the jazz are uh, in camp uh, right now. Uh, I want to take a second and, and talk to you about, uh, A good friends, guys I've gotten to know well, Rob Taylor and his crew down at Shamrock Auto Group in Pleasant Grove. Uh, If you're considering purchasing a car or a truck in the next few weeks, give Shamrock Auto Group a call. And if you know someone just tell them, just say, hey, you know what, you might want to check these guys out. They'll save you money, they'll get you a super vehicle, the buying experience will be quick and pleasant. So just... Sh- ShamrockAutoGroup.com. Who are they? They specialize in the following brands. Chevrolet, Buick, Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Cadillac, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Mazda, Acura, Lexus. In other words, they've got something in stock to fit everyone's need and everyone's budget. They're great at getting a car or truck. Like if you come in you say, I'm really looking for this, they'll go get it for you and take care of it for you take some of the hassle out of it uh, along the way. They guarantee you a great vehicle. They'll make sure you get it. Many of their older customers call us, tell us what they want uh, at Shamrock Auto Group, and make sure that they understand, like, hey, we've been there before. Uh, they're, they're just, it's a cool group. The, Rob Taylor is the owner. Here's his cell phone number. I mean, he just tells me, give out my cell phone number. It's 801-319-2250. That's 801-319-2250. Uh, and he says he, he really wants a dealership in which the people are nice, uh, they're helpful, there's no pressure. Um, and his, kind of, his phrase is, it isn't a big deal if the customers don't buy from us. It is a big deal if we take care of the customers who do buy from us. I think it's an interesting way to talk about it. What I love is if if you go to their... You know, just search them. There's 53 reviews on Amazon, uh, excuse me, on Google, and they're 4.8. So I always like to grab one. Here's Kirk Wright a year ago it says After purchasing a car 15 years ago at a large auto dealer, uh, from I didn't have a good feeling, and I decided I was never buying from a dealer again. But when we noticed uh, the car we were looking for at the lot on Shamrock, we decided to pursue it, but with great hesitation. Uh, Brigham and Kellen quickly eased our hesitation with their friendly, knowledgeable, no pressure business manners. They made the deal perfect for us, and we got our dream car. Great car buying experience. So that's kind of who they are. 801-319-2250. It's Shamrock Auto Group. As I mentioned, they're out in Pleasant Grove at 203 North, 2000 West. All right, let's go to Facebook Live and see what I can find um, and see if, I, uh, see if I have some comments or questions that I can take. I've never, we've never done this. Seth Price says, I think focus on 3 and D is our key to success. Uh, Isaac Brown, what predictions do you have on Dante's offensive productivity uh, this year? You know, I'm not going to make any predictions on Dante or where he is until probably the 41st game of the year. I don't think it's fair. Um, He's showing great burst. He's showing great ability to get by people. He's not finishing well at the rim in the early going. He's commented on these things. His shot, I still don't know. We still don't know from his rookie year how his shot's going to be. But I think the really impact games defensively in the first 41 games and get a feel for them offensively, and then we'll see uh, where he goes uh, from there. Marcus says the key to the Jazz success this year will be guarding without fouling and getting to the foul line. Do you agree? Um I no, I mean, sure, that's helpful. Uh frankly the key is to make shots and make them miss. I know if we're just going for the key. Uh but yeah, I think like for Rodney, I think it's very important he gets the free throw line and he's talked about that uh, along the way. Uh from Zach, how do you think we'll be rebounding when we have Boris combined with Lyles? Or some really small lineup. That's going to be interesting. And Quinn's putting a huge focus on defensive rebounding. You know, the Jazz were the worst defensive rebounding team in the league late in games last year. And so, uh, I... What they did, what Quinn did is he actually went back and watched the final five minutes and charted all the rebounding, and they actually think there's just some fundamental things they can do as a group to change the way they defensive rebound late in games to try to help the defensive rebounding, but certainly every lineup has a yin and a yang. You know, the favors go bear lineup, the positive is how great they are defensively in the length, the negative is the floor spacing, so... And some of the passing, though Gobert and Favors have both shown some passing. Derek was just great yesterday. Derek was just great yesterday, uh, and so it'll be interesting to see how these guys are able to move the. If they can, you know, if Gobert and Favors can increase their ability to pass a little bit and stretch the floor, well, then you get both. But so far, that hasn't been shown. So you bring in Boris. You're spreading the floor more. You're moving the ball better. Can you defend as well? Um, a, an interesting comment from Quinn was that he feels pretty comfortable. With Boris defending the five in my Locked On NBA conversation, I have with him. By the way, Locked On NBA was Zach Harper, who's now a Utah native, or li- not native, but lives here now. CBS Sports, CBS Sports is national writer. Really good show. Uh, hope you got this. Joshua says, "I love this. I, I miss actually watching you in the recordings when hearing in, uh, with my hearing impairments. harder when I can't see you." Oh, that's that actually, Joshua. That makes it totally worth doing this. That's really interesting. Um, Nathan says, Quinn has so many ingredients. The flexibility in this roster is amazing. Colton, this is the old days. Breakfast with Locke. Keep up. And it's National Coffee Day, Colton. Right there. I, what am I supposed to do on National Coffee Day? Like, I already drink so much darn coffee. Like, if I add coffee to, ah, to the day, it will be totally crazy uh, along the way. Uh, Dennis Diao on the floor in the clutch? I, I think that's – this is from Dennis. I, I think this is one of the most interesting questions of the year. Uh – is ab is that the the amount of do- guys that can finish games in different matchups? Uh, you know, I mean, you look at our first ten games; they're tough. But so we open up with Al Farouk, Aminu is their four, and they'll probably close games with him as the four. That's a stretch. Four moves is favors guarding him late is Joe Johnson, is Gordon Hayward? Are you playing? I don't know. Um, and, and Mason Plumlee's their center, and so you're not really worried about him offensively. So do you play Dial late in the game? I, I, I think it's incredible. And you know what? Again, I'll go to where I started. Um, I'll go where, I'm start, where I started more than anything else. Dial can just play with anyone. He, he's just a good basketball player. And the, co- the idea that you're matching him, sure, I think he might be better with favors than someone else. But the other aspect of this is he's just a terrific, terrific uh, basketball player. Um, James Hansen says, hi, he's a long time. All right, so I think that's kind of cool. That, this actually uh, worked. I've got some other questions in, but I want to hit one or two other topics uh, that I had. This was really interesting. Ryan Anderson in Houston was talking about how he never got any open looks in New Orleans and how easy it is to play with James Harden. And I I, I do like Houston a little bit. I think Houston's going be, to be awfully interesting uh, this year. I, I think one thing you've got to remember is if you're top five in the league in any category, you win a lot of basketball games. And so I think Houston's going to be top five in the NBA offensively, and that puts them in a, in a high win category. And I... I would hope, I don't know if we can be top five defensively with all of our offensive additions. I think that's going to be um, a huge part of it. By the way, I see little blue thumbs-ups going across the screen on the Facebook Live. How cool is that? I have no idea what those mean. I'm sure that's just trying to compete with Periscope. But there's a bunch of blue thumbs that went across the screen going wee! And so I just want to say thank for that. All right. I have ADD, and I can't, you know, there's too much stuff going on here. Uh, So anyway, Anderson said that he's excited to play in Houston because he'll get all these open threes. So, of course, you go back and look up, and over the last two years, 91% of Ryan Anderson's threes were either classified as open, which is four feet or more from a defender, or wide open, six feet. 91%. So there's two interesting things here about Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson has been a below-average shooter for the last uh, two years in the league. I am going to just – I'll tell you now. I am no longer using field goal percentage. I will not be using field goal percentage anymore – on these on on the show, on, we're going to use effective field goal percentage. The league average to effective field goal percentage is fifty percent. It's an easy number to keep an eye on. So Ryan Anderson, while having ninety one percent of his shots being open or wide open from three, his three point percentage last year was thirty six percent. His effective field goal percentage was forty nine point eight, and. Uh, This gets interesting, so will he actually get more open looks in Houston because he has such a great creator in James Harden? I think the answer on the surface is yes, but what makes Houston particularly kind of intriguing is they shoot so many threes, so many more than anyone else in the league, that... What ends up happening is you end up shooting more contested threes because there's such an urgency to shoot a three. Houston last year took 37% of their shots as three-point shots. The league average was 28%. And I think we're going to work it toward toward where Houston is eventually. But part of what Houston's doing is they're jacking contested threes because they believe that the contested three is worth more than the two. And they might be right. Their whole premise is the floor spacing, mathematical points per shot. And so they might – it's an interesting numbers debate. Are you better off taking a contested three, which may only be going in 30% of the time, or are you better off pulling into a mid-range two? Well, the average – most mid-range twos are taken are open shots. Mid-range twos, uh, if – have been taking about 25% of the shots and they go in at 0.8 points per shot. So the fact is, this is kind of a crazy little numbers thought for you. If your contested three goes in any more than 27% of the time, it's actually a smarter shot probably to take your contested three than it is to work into a mid-range J because the mid-range shots are going down at 39.9%, which is 0.8 points per shot and 27% comes out to about 0.8 points per shot. So this is something where Houston believes in taking these contested threes. So it's funny that Ryan Anderson on one level is saying, I'm going to get so many more looks because of James Harden, but the Houston system numerically actually creates the exact opposite, which is you take more contested looks. All right, I want to talk about the Spurs and the Clippers. Uh, Am I nuts on this? Because I actually like the Clippers – more than the Spurs, um, I, I, you know what? Let, let's clarify one thing here. I didn't totally buy in before last year. I missed on, I missed completely on the Spurs last year, and so I guess a lot of this has to do. If they're just going to be elite defensively, then they're going to be elite defensively. Uh, and I'm, and I'll be wrong again. But so the the starting lineup of the Clippers is better than the starting lineup for the Spurs. Do we do we agree with that? The Spurs starting lineup is who you like. If we just kind of played, it's not always the right way to do it because teams play team basketball. But I'm taking Chris Paul over Tony Parker. I'm taking. J.J. Redick over Danny Green. I'm taking Kawhi Leonard by a large margin over their power forward. I'm taking Blake Griffin over Pal Gasol. And I'm not, or I'm taking Blake Griffin over LaMarcus Aldridge. And I'm taking DeAndre Jordan over Pal Gasol. So I probably like four of the five Clippers starters better than I like the Spurs starters. Now, what about the bench? So, the Spurs bench, which everyone criticizes the Clippers bench, but the Spurs bench is Patty Mills, Manu Ginobili, who's really old. Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but Manu's really old right now. He's 39 years old. He His shooting has not been as good in the last few years. He's still fabulous, but he's 39 years old. Jonathan Simmons... Kyle Anderson are their three wings. Their bigs backups are Dwayne Dedman and David Lee. I mean, I guess they can go small and play Simmons or Anderson at the four, but that's, that's pretty lacking. Frankly, the Clippers bench of Austin Rivers and Raymond Felton as their point guards Jamal, Jamal Crawford and Allen Anderson, I really like Allen Anderson. I thought his injury last year to Washington was a big problem. Wesley Johnson, I don't love Wesley Johnson as the number three pick of an NBA draft, but as a backup small forward I do, now that Luke Rashard Mbamute is not a great starter. I don't love Maurice Spates, but Maurice Spates, Brandon Bass, it's okay. I I actually think I like the Clippers a little bit more then I like the Spurs, and you probably think that I'm entirely illogical about this. Sherlock Intelligence is a group that the Locked On Podcast Network has actually partnered up with. Uh, why? Because at this point, I'm a small business owner, and I don't have the staff or the big boy computer stuff to get all the data. But if I'm not following, in charge of Locked On Podcast Network, what days we get most listens? Which shows are growing? Are we getting more mobile listeners and desktop listeners? Are we getting more Android versus iTunes? What are the, Where's the trends? What's going on? If I'm not following those things, honestly, I'm pretty negligent as a business owner. So what do I do? I can't go get the data ESPN has. I don't have that wherewithal. I'm trying to compete with people uh, that all sorts of crazy – financial wherewithal that I'm not able to handle. So what do I do? I partner up with a group like Sherlock Intelligence. What do they do? They capture my data for me from multiple sources and then they take those and they give me a holistic picture of what my data has. They do great things with visuals. Um, I'm actually, we're also going to use them for sales. Like, okay, here's the data, here's what it is, here's the growth of the program, here's what you're buying. It works, it gives our customers, our clients really good information on what they're truthfully getting along the way. Then, the second part is they help me analyze the data. So it's one thing for me to have the data but maybe I'm not actually that good at understanding the data. I'd like to believe I'm okay. But they then help me uh, with that as well. So really, really cool kind of way to do it. They capture my data from multiple sources. They then give me something I can visualize and then they analyze it for me. It's Sherlock Intelligence. Check them out at SherlockIntelligence.com. Their number is 855-339-7774. I know that's a hard number to remember. 855 855- Three three nine seven 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 four 339 Sherlock Intelligence. Feel free to email me. I'll give you that number uh, if you want to. That's eight five five 339 right, let's go back to Facebook Live, our Thursday Facebook. I think we're going to do this. I think this is working. I think we'll do this. Like, Thursdays will be Facebook Live Thursday. Uh, Scott Richardson says San Antonio has Popovich. I kind of agree. Uh, Andre says, I respect Manu. I must respect the rings. Uh, Seth Price says, thanks for this. The video makes it feel more personable than just the podcast. Okay, that's cool. I like it. Uh, Lots of people think it's inevitable that we end up having to choose to keep either Lyles or Favors. What's your thoughts? That's a long-term thought. It's probably true. Um, But I've got to go watch these guys play together. I don't have enough Sherlock intelligence data to be able to know uh, what the right call uh, on that is. Um, wow, a lot of, lot of lot of questions from Tyler about next year. Tyler, love this year. I'm going. I'm holding on this year. Uh, any funny stories of you and Booner? Well, we have millions. I love the man. Um, do I see Joe Ingles getting many minutes this year? No, I don't. Um, hey, David, I'm from Perth, Western Australia. I love it. Uh, um. Henry Sims question. Henry Sims, interesting case. He played, sat at Georgetown for like three years, didn't play much, finally got to play his last year, did all right, went undrafted along the way, then worked his way, took advantage of Philadelphia and their weird situation where they weren't trying to win, and got a bunch of time there, became an NBA player. He's a big banger, stretched his game out uh, to a four. He's going to have to beat out Jeff Withey. If he's going to make this roster, I think that's going to be very difficult uh, for him to do. All right, a few other notes on tip-off today or on Locked on Jazz today. Uh, My file is still tip-off. Boston, a a big article in Boston, how they think they can be top two in the league uh, defensively this year. Uh, because of the fact that they have Al Horford as a center and they can switch one through five. It's so interesting. The switching is just having such an impact on how often What Quinn? – I'm watching Quinn in practice, and we're just instituting so many offensive sets based on everybody switching and how that's working and what's going on with that. What's, what's interesting about this is that Al Horford really is a fabulous defensive player. If you follow uh, Win shares, he's been one of the better uh, wind share guys along the way. If you look at on-off numbers um, – He's always been uh, very, very good. In fact, I was going to pull those up for you. And this it does make Boston seem as though they really might be able to take a run to be the second best team uh, along the way. Uh, the offensive rating of uh, of of opponents last year with Horford was one oh one point six when he was on the floor. I mean, just they were ter- Atlanta was the best offensive team. In the NBA for most of the second half of the year, uh, with Horford on the floor, and it 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 truly makes you kind of. Uh wonder what they might be able to do. Also, Jared Sellinger, not great. Effective field goal percentage on the offensive end. Horford's 55% last year, 54 the year before that, 57 the year before that, and he upped his threes to three a game So and maintained his effective field goal percentage. Again, league average uh, is 50%. What's John Stockton up to? John Stockton was in Milwaukee with uh, Jason Kidd, invited him to camp, and he went and spent yesterday in camp with the Milwaukee box and talking to their guys uh, along the way. Interesting story that Dre, uh, Andre Drummond is using virtual reality to try to help his pitiful free throw shooting. Uh, that, to me, uh, jumps out a little bit. Uh, along the way. Some injury news for you. Okafer sat out with knee soreness the other day in Philadelphia. Alfred Caton has been limited of what's going on in in Orlando. Um, we play Orlando pretty early on. I don't know if you've looked at our early schedule. It is brutal. Um, I don't know how or anything more than 500 early on. Uh, and uh, Emmanuel Moutier is... is impressing people, uh, we'll see if that's true in Dallas. Final note for you on the show today, uh, there's this feature called All Ball 365 AllBall365.net. They do some neat things. It's Kevin Durant's 28th birthday today, so they always look at things. And one of the things they pointed out uh, about Durant is that the only forwards who have totaled as many assists as Durant by the age of 27 are LeBron, McGrady, Garnett, Hill, Antoine Walker, and Scotty Pippen his uh, assist percentage increased at a rate of 9% last season. The only forwards to post higher assist percentages than Durant were LeBron, Draymond Green, and Nicholas Batum. His passes led to points 16.5% of the time. That's a 6% higher rate than the previous year. And his passes to points ratio is second only to Russell Westbrook, who has the ball most of the time in Oklahoma City, leading you to believe very few problems along the way in Golden State. All right. That is our Thursday edition of Locked on Jazz coupled with Facebook Live. I kind of like it. I'd love your feedback of whether you liked it or not, whether we should do this again. Uh, But maybe we will every Thursday do a little Facebook Live. If we're on the road, you get to see and certain people can get to see the art in my hotel rooms that they care so dearly about. All right. That's an inside joke with a good friend. That is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Check out Locked On NBA with Zach Harper. Fun conversation about Kevin Garnett, open three-point shots, bench value. A lot of jazz talk in that edition. Thank you very much to Shamrock Auto Group, the good people out in Pleasant Grove. If you're looking for to buy a car in the next week or two, or you know someone who is, make sure you tell them about Shamrock Auto Group. Call Rob on his cell phone, 801-319-2250. That's 801-319-2250. And my good friends over at Sherlock Intelligence who are helping out The Locked On Podcast Network, if you're a small business owner who needs data collection and needs some help in that regard, Sherlock's your answer. Visit SherlockIntelligence.com, 855-339-7774, 855-339-7774. The dyslexic kid here would never remember that number, so feel free to email me if you need it. Thanks very much for tuning in. This has been Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.